Tournament Time, boys, and we are back with the shop. This is I'm a little under the weather down. Got a little little frog in my throat. Sound like maybe it was a maybe from a the, me, the melee the other Could day. Be. I mean, maybe I got punched in the throat. You got punched in the throat. You got a band aid on your eye. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, we, this is the uh, shop. This is the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette Sports Guys here uh, back with you to talk a little hoops. Going to talk a little wrestling. And maybe even uh, and do maybe we'll talk a little swimming if we can get that worked in. So we'll start with basketball, and uh, I've got with me today Henry Apple, Paul Boyd, and Rick Fire. So Henry, we're gonna throw it over to you real quick. The six A West, we are down to the well six A and five A all over the place, uh, but we are down to the final game of the regular season, and uh, we're gonna talk about the six A West boys. We'll start with them first. So Henry, last night Fayetteville with. Ba- and ba- basically five players and what two reserves? They have three, maybe. They had they had eight. Had, they had eight, eight players. Dre- they had eight dressed out. So if uh, in case you hadn't uh, been following sports or whatever, um, the reason Fayetteville played shorthanded and Springdale did last night too is they had a little little skirmish uh, at the end of their game on last Friday night and led to the suspension of uh, a handful of players. Both teams, I believe, Fayetteville's number was six or seven. Um, Springdale's was four, and so uh, they played a little shorthanded. Um, on Tuesday night, but Fayetteville still got it done, didn't they, Henry? They really did. Uh, uh, kudos to Fayetteville. They won against Rogers Heritage. They now have a at least a tie for first place in the standings. They have the top seed wrapped up for the state tournament next week. So they took care of business even when they were shorthanded. Well, that's you know, and a great job. And of course, Kyle Adams, the coach over at Fayetteville, they you know they don't come any classier than that yep. guy. Um, and, uh, you know, he and Jeremy Price, both Jeremy, the, the coach at Springdale, they were just, uh, you know, kind of flabbergasted Friday night by what happened and the, the events that led to that, uh, you know, benches clearing and, and fans running onto the court. It could have been a, it could have been a much, much worse um, situation than what happened. Um, but, uh, you know, they were, you know, administrators for both schools. Of course, with it being Springdale and Fayetteville, I think maybe they might have had more administrators there because that's always a, you know, it's always a good rivalry and, and that kind of thing, and you kind of anticipate some some edginess. So maybe they were prepared for that, mm-hmm. but uh, they got on the floor quickly and and um, and kind of and got order resolved. But um, anyway, so Fayetteville they won last night the, uh, on Tuesday night, so that wraps up the number one seed for them. Number one seed, number two seed will be Bentonville. Um, they beat Springdale last night, although close game, wasn't it, Paul? Uh, they they did they I know uh, they were actually I think I think Springdale led at halftime right that, yeah twenty to nineteen at halftime but then Bentonville starts the third quarter and goes on a thirteen to two run but even then uh, Springdale made it interesting there at the end closed the gap to a, within the final score was six points so uh, again a very valiant effort just fell a little bit short so you got Fayetteville at the one Bentonville at the two Rogers. No question, the surprise team of the season, Not maybe not a surprise to them, but a surprise to a lot of people considering how the program had kind of been down the last couple of years. But, man, major kudos to Rogers. Lamont Frazier over there, done, coach has done a great job over there. They are going to be the three seed uh, from the conference. And, Ricky, you got something? Yeah, uh, about Rogers last night. Uh, again, Lamont has done an incredible job over there. Uh, they just blitzed Harbor. Uh, they made ten threes. Six of them in the, in, in the first quarter. Wow. That's, but, a, that's dude, a good start. That's a good start right there. 
but the good thing about uh, what, what Lamont said, he said, we're not just going to live off threes. And actually they did. That kind of loosened up the defense. And they started, the passers started hitting the cutters. And they went inside. So they were just not going to settle for that three, which I see a lot of teams do, especially on a college level. They might hit two or three, and then, then they think they're going to make nine or ten. Uh, but uh, he he got him out of that, and he said, "Boys, let's go back and you know do do what we practice right there." They went inside, so they're very impressive uh, performance uh, by Rogers last night. So Rogers will be the number three, three seed. seed, the four seed, five seed, and six seed right now. It is just yet to be determined. Yet to be determined. It's going to come down to the final game of the regular season on Friday. Got some big big games. And that will determine who's going to get the order of the last, you know, those last three spots. And, and uh, um, just, you know, it's uh, – <laughs> but, you know, I'm looking at all the standings in Henry. Bentonville West, a team that we might have buried a couple of weeks ago, you know, they had that very faint pulse. And now, all of a sudden, they're right, you know, they're right there. Yeah, it's – at the first half of the season, they only had one conference win. And we were thinking – Guys, this is this isn't looking good. And then all of a sudden, and then they start the second half with Greg White, their coach, being suspended from the game. So now you're thinking the hole got a little bit deeper. Since then, they are four and one since Greg White has come wow. back from a suspension, and every one of those four wins have been by double digits. I think this team has. Finally, said, "Hey, we're going to back our coach, and we're going to play for him." And they're coming so along. Still, they still got good because I, I I wrote them off three weeks ago. I saw them play, and I said, "Wow, this team's not very good." I had no idea they've won four out of their last yeah. five. We have a situation right now where going into the last game of the regular season, get this one here. Let's and I'm just throwing out instances. These could happen. They're they might not happen. But if Fayetteville beats Harbor, yeah. Rogers Heritage beats Rogers High, West beats Bentonville, and Springdale beats Van Buren. We're going to have a four-way tie for fourth place and three tournament uh, spots up for grabs. Somebody is going to get left out. So, uh, I don't know if the other teams, but Henry, you mentioned this too. Springdale could be out of the postseason and could be the four seed. It could, it could yes. be that big of a gap in there for them. Yeah. That's going to be exciting on Friday then, isn't it? There'll be some great games. There's going to be a lot of scoreboard watching. I'm going to tell you from all these other coaches, they're going to say they're going to be watching their game, but they're going to have somebody saying, "Hey, what's the score in that other game?" (laughs) Hey, they they do that to me all the time. Press row. Hey, Rick, you got any yours? I said, "Nah, I'm not smart enough to uh, uh, juggle things around. Um, Not not a not a multitasker. No, no. So that's what's happening on the boys' side of the six A West. We'll go to the girls' side. The girls' side is set as far as the six teams are concerned, but. There's still some jockeying for position for that four and five. Henry, what's going on there? Well, we have number one, we got Bentonville. They wrapped it up last night by a very impressive 64-33 win over Springdale. Fayetteville, they beat Heritage. They're the number two spot. Rogers won. They're the number three. And then um, by virtue of a loss, Bentonville West has a six. The only ones up for grabs right now is four and five between Van Buren and Springdale, and those two teams play Friday night. And when they played the first time down in the River Valley, uh, Van Buren won that game, if I recall. I think that's correct, if not, correct me. Um, But it was a close game. So this and probably Friday night probably going to be a close game too. So the winner of this will be the four seed. 
the loser will be the five seed going into the state tournament, which will be next week at Bentonville West. So that is the 6A West. Now let's talk about the 6A Central. Of course, on the girls' side, north side girls, they're going to be the number one seed. They have one loss on the year. They're going to be the number one seed. Number two through six, Henry, what's that looking like over there on the girls' side? In the Central, of course, north side, number one. Conway has wrapped up number two. North Little Rock is number three. And you start seeing the they've got some jostling going around between Bryant, Little Rock Central, and Cabot. They're the three teams in, but they don't know what seeds they're going to be in, and they won't know until after their games so Friday that'll night. that'll come down to their games on Friday. And on the boys' side, all six places are wrapped up. It's, so. it's done. The final final Friday night, they're just going to play the JV games. I think. <laughs> well, who's so, out? Uh, out is Little Rock Catholic and Fort Smith Southside. Oh, yeah. In is... We got number one Bryant, number two Conway, number three North Little Rock, number four Fort Smith Northside, number five Cabot, number six Little Rock Central. And of course, Cabot beat Northside last night, and a little bit of I, I guess you could say a little bit of an upset, but but uh, but Cabot did beat Northside last night. So uh, you know, Cabot, any, any of those teams on the boys' side in the six A Central, they're 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 good. You know, they're good teams. So state tournament will be should be a good should be good all the way around on the boys' side and the girls' side. So that's a look at the 6A. We're going to talk a little bit now. We're going to go down to some of the smaller classifications where um, this week or Wednesday starts regional tournament play for 4A, 3A, 2A, 1A. Um, and so coming out of last week's conference tournaments, um, Henry, what, what were some of the highlights last week that you remember from the from the conference tournaments? I got to cover the championship games of the 4A, 1 conference. And you saw some good ones. Saw some good ones. A very good matchup between... Farmington and Berryville in the girls' game, and Farmington just lit it up in the third quarter. You know, I kind of wrote about this. You know, it was just they got a snuck off a shot at just before the buzzer just to get the lead. And it's only twenty six twenty five, and you're thinking, oh, anything can still happen. But that lit a fire in Farmington because next thing you know, by the end of the third quarter, they had a ten point lead, and they never did let it get below eight. Well, we knew Farmington, you know, we know they're good. We knew they're good. Berryville, Harrison, you know, I mean, this, that comp, P Ridge, this conference mm-hmm. is just loaded. And, and regionals uh, will be start Wednesday at Morlton. Um, and on that side, on the 4A4, Pottsville, Henry's a pretty good team, but I don't know. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see the 4A1 sweep, the, you know, the you know, all the way through that one on the girls' side. In, in the girls' side, um, Clarksville pretty good Clarksville's team. Clarksville's pretty good. Um, Pottsville, uh-huh, you know, they're okay. I, I would say okay. They, well, they're the number two seed. Then you got Morlton, the host, number three seed. You never know when uh, how much home court advantage might play a role in this. And Wednesday, we always talk about Wednesday and Thursday. That's the do or die game. That is, you, you win, win you're that in. win. Yep. You go to state, you're guaranteed at least three more games. But if you lose. Uh, you get to pack up all the uniforms, put them in the locker rooms. It's softball ready. season or basketball or baseball mm-hmm. season or whatever it is. Um, so in, on the boys' side, you saw a good, good boys' championship game too. Yeah, a good one against between Harrison and Pea Ridge. Uh, Harrison, again, they took it over in the third quarter. Pea Ridge was up at halftime, but here that comes Harrison and started getting the little offense going. I talked to David Stoller out of the game. He said, you know, first half we had good shots. They just weren't falling. And he said, I just told them, keep taking the good shots. And eventually they started falling. So the 4A1 boys, they, uh, they, you know, they get some good teams there. You got uh, Huntsville, 
you know, a pretty good team that that beat Harrison twice this year, both in both mm-hmm. in overtime. One played about eleven overtimes, I think, or whatever. About three, mm-hmm. what triple overtime? Three, yeah, triple <clears throat> overtime. So you got that. You got Harrison. We know they're good. Huntsville, good team. Pea Ridge, good team. So that regional on the boys' side, it won't be any slouch either. No. Then you go to the four A four. You've got a very good team in Pottsville. Um, Moralton's a number two seed, which they're pretty decent. Dardnell was the, finished the regular season as the number two team, but now they dropped to number three. One of those funky things about regional play. And then the number four seed is Ozark. So those first round games are going to be very interesting. They will be. Let's look down at three A. Uh, we're going to have there's two couple of three A uh, regionals that we're watching, and we talked about this. And Paul. I know Boonville's been a team that you've watched a lot, and they took care of business in their conference tournament. They did. You know, the Bearcats lost their uh, the last game of their regular season to County Line. Well, not little non-conference game. Uh, really good, uh, good County Line. So team. much so it choked up Paul. Yeah, he, he was <coughs> pulling for Boonville to to run off that twenty-five <laughs> hey, game win streak. I think I found that frog that yeah, you, you he lost. Passed it over. He jumped yeah, away. Yeah, he jumped. But uh, Boonville, but uh, they can't. They go on into the regional, take care of business, and and get them a regional title, and got a little momentum going into. And the girls' side, we know this. It's all about that Charleston Tigers. They are what Rick twenty six and one, I think twenty five and one, something like that. I, I think that's good. Yeah, defending state champions. They uh, mm-hmm. they came up to West Fork for that conference yeah. tournament and took care of business there. Beat Lincoln. Uh, by the way, Rick, really nice story on. Emily Ann, make sure I get this, Emily Ann Slammons. 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 Yes. Emily um, over yeah. at uh, Lincoln, who's done a tremendous job over there. she got a little Greenland Pirate uh, blood in her and a little Alan Barton. Uh, not full blood, but a little blood yeah. from Greenland. I think she's originally from Elkins and went over there for a year, and then she was assistant coach. But what, what impresses uh, me about it, and this is uh, true of a lot of these uh, coaches, they're also educators. And I'm so impressed with Emily Ann that uh, – uh, when she was at Senior University of Arkansas, and they placed her down there at Dermot. She spent three years at Dermot, and that could be a rough place. That's in southeast Arkansas. Uh, I'm from east Arkansas, and some of them places, uh, them kids don't have anything. And and uh, Dion told me in an interview, she's talking about some of them kids, and she really got emotional over it. And uh, she wanted to come back to northwest Arkansas. She's at West one year, but she likes being at the small school where you get more of an individual relationship with the with the kids, and, and that's a great turnaround for Lincoln, but, man, that Charleston, they're just a, a dominant. I think uh, they beat Lincoln pretty pretty good on Friday night, but that's going to be another. Valley Springs going to be over there, boys and girls. So uh, I don't know where exactly Mountain View is, but, man, they're, they're going to uh, – people get there going to see some excellent basketball. Charleston boys, they won that the conference tournament over there. They beat Elkins, both of those really good teams. Uh, also, uh, we've talked about them before. Valley Springs boys took care of business at their conference tournament. Valley Springs girls also sure. won um, the conference tournament over there. So 3A. And that, that's a good story. You, you tell that about uh, Coach Tomlinson. Uh, well, yeah, Coach Thompson over at uh, yeah. Tom, I think Thompson, not with, Thompson. without P. Thompson, yeah. um, over at uh, Valley Springs. He was a longtime coach. Um, at the high school and at Northark College. Yeah, college. And um, when Kim Jenkins was the coach at uh, was the co- girls coach at Valley Springs when she yep. took the job at Harbor, Valley Springs they you know opened the job up and got applications and maybe did some interviews and nobody really like pinged the bell for them. And um, Coach Thompson, who had always lived in Valley Springs, even though he had was had coached at Northark for a long time, mm-hmm. said he always kept his house. I think it's only eight or ten miles from Harrison, mm-hmm. um, was on his tractor. He retired on his tractor, working mm-hmm. the farm, and they 
called him up and said, hey, because he had kind of been a volunteer assistant with Kim anyway. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they said, hey, we, we want you to come coach the girls team for one year. And he said, I, I I'm working cows. And, yeah. and uh, they said, well, you have two granddaughters on the team and you need to coach them. Well, they had him. You know, they, they had him there between a rock they and a hard right place. There, yeah. and you, he didn't have an answer for didn't that. Didn't have an answer for that. And, and uh, so he, trip. that's right. So he, he said, uh, all right, I, reluctantly, never coached girls before. He said, maybe a couple of games, you know, if, if, if you know, but I, he said, uh, but he said, basketball's basketball. And, yep. uh, and so anyway, they've uh, had a good season over there. They're yes. 20 game winners. And, and, uh, um, I said, well, will you be back next year? And he goes, well, I don't know. They, you know, We'll we'll see we'll see how how it goes at the end of the season. But for them, it's going to be a few maybe be another week or two. So that's a good story. Two A wise Henry, what are we looking at there? You caught me off guard there. So I, I, I'm a little... Let's go to class well, A. We know. Well, I tell you what, I was going to talk about new school and let's, Coach Dave. Fairly. Yeah, let's go to class A. So let's Paul. While you're there, let's talk about that. County Lines hosting a regional down there and new school. They'll and have, and not just New School, but Future School of Fort Smith, they're yes, both there. Yes, they are. Uh, New School got them a couple of big wins, uh, got to the finals of their conference tournament, beat the top seed Deer to get to the finals, and then lost in the finals to the host team, Jasper. A very good team. Yes, yes. But a couple of really good wins for, for Coach Farrell and his Cougars, and, and they're in a situation now, what we talked about earlier, Need to win it, win one more to keep playing for another week. So, uh, big game for them. That's up. right. So, in 2A, we know the Lavaca girls, they won the 2A conference tournament down at Danville, mm-hmm. beat the host, Danville, in a high-scoring 30-28 to 28 game. Lavaca held Danville without a point in the third quarter and only two in the fourth quarter, I do believe, if I remember that correctly. I think you may be right. And that's where postseason play kind of throws you a few wicked curves. And and this is why I'm going to mention why I think Danville has only lost like two or three games all year. Well, guess what? They're fixing to be the second seed in this regional tournament, and they've got to open up against a three seed, Eureka Springs, who won the conference title in the regular season, but they stumbled in the semifinals. So I so, think they'll have a little something to, to play for. They're, you know, and you're right. And, and Rick, you talked about them. Eureka Springs, their girls are pretty good. Um, but they, you know, you're right, Henry. You know, postseason, you know, you never know. You never know. Yeah, you. They, postseason always throws a, some great stories. You'll see a team that, oh, they steamroll through the regular, uh, regular season, but then get postseason play, they stub their toe. And then uh, one of my favorite stories from long years ago, I covered a team who went to the state tournament as a number four seed, and they had to get that on a tiebreaker just to get the number four seed. Just to get and in. And ended up winning the whole kit and caboodle. Yeah. What team was that? It was Stuttgart in 1992. Stuttgart. It can happen. Yeah. Right. Would, that be, would that be Mr. Randy Deaton? That was Randy Deaton. Randy Deaton, I know, yeah. Uh, and beat uh, Jerry Bridges and at Moralton. And I remember that so well because they had to play a Hot Springs team that year who had Montreal Dobbins, Lamont Page. Well, they beat them, and uh, then they beat Mountain Home in the second round. And funny thing is, I gathered up the entire team after that win against Mountain Home. I said, 
dadgummit, guys, you took me this far. You might as well take me all the way. Yeah. Sure <laughs> enough, they did. Hell of a ride, huh? <laughs> hey, but the t- we're in the region. I guess in district, you can lose a game and still. Well, get- you got to remember, Rick, the number one seeds uh, out of regular season. That's right. They are already, already in the semis. Okay. Yeah, so they've already got that regional. So, um, that's but now I'm, you lose, you're done, right? Well, in the first round. First round. First round. If you yeah. win on your first round game, you're, you've locked down a state tournament berth. Automatically. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So you could go one and two at regionals and still go to state. Oh. Yeah. Okay. As long as that one is the, the first, first game. One. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So uh, anyway, so and also on the girls' side, the you know, class, uh, I'm sorry, on the boys' side, 2A, um, some pretty good teams there. Hackett will be a team to watch. Um, Henry, who am I leaving out? Uh, Mountain Berg. Mountain Berg, Eureka Springs. Uh, that's going to be a very interesting tournament over at Danville. So that's one of the closer ones to us. And then the Class A girls, Alpena, I know they've got a really good team. Uh, Jasper, good team. So, you know, a lot of, lot, of, lot of good teams in 1A. So lots of really good basketball. Paul, I don't want to leave your Western Grove boys out there. You know, they're going to be a factor at regionals as well. So uh, lots and lots and lots of good of good teams, and if I, I think if I read this right, I think didn't the OARC girls also qualify for reason? I think I saw that maybe, maybe not, but I thought I did. Let me. Let me yes, they're, they're in the number four seed. Uh, I can remember, boys. It wasn't that long ago that uh, OARC was about O for five years. <laughs> o for five years. Wow. <laughs> so props to them uh, over at OARC to uh, for getting in regional and and uh, so good, good, good basketball still yet to be played. So that's what's going on on the court. Paul, what's going on on the mat this week? Got the state wrestling tournament that will start on Friday down in Little Rock. Should be some good stuff. Uh, I've kind of spoken about this earlier. You know, they've, they've kind of altered the divisions now for, for wrestling. Now, instead of two tournaments, we now have three, basically. Three you classes. A, you have a 6A, you have a 5A, and you have a 4A and under. Um Several teams from up in our neck of the woods probably have a chance to uh, to get them a state team title. Uh, Bentonville, I think, will go in as the hands-down 6A favorite. But uh, Greenwood will have a shot in 5A. Uh, Berryville could have a really good chance to win them a state title in the 1A-4A division. Boy, that'd be great for them. That would be great. And uh, doesn't swimming follow the same format now? It's 6A, 5A, and then 4A? 6A, 5A, and then 1A through 4A. So gotcha. the, the same format will be used. And the only thing different about swimming than wrestling is, where wrestling is all going to be held in one location, swimming will go into two locations. Oh, and that will be the, also this weekend. Uh, Bentonville Community Center will host the 6A and then the 1A through 4A. Those two, and then Russellville is hosting the 5A portion of the state swim and dive meet. So diving is on Friday. Yeah, the divers take place, you know, uh, if you're expecting to see cannonballs or the triple Lindy, no, it's not going to happen. See, they just they, they should. On that. No. Hey, I think uh, back to wrestling, Paul, doesn't it go into three divisions that showed the continued growth of wrestling uh, in Arkansas? There, uh, there is definitely some growth there, and they're giving more opportunities for teams. And the, the fact is, you know, this will be the 11th state tournament, I believe. So mm-hmm. we're 10-plus years in with it. And it, it is showing good growth. Because I remember when maybe that first year there was only maybe 10 teams and they were a club sport. But uh, as you said many times, it's a great sport. And no matter how big old boy you are, 
I guess, or, or girl, you can help the team score points. And uh, uh, you grew up in the Memphis area, as I did, and the ra that wrestling. Jerry the King Lawler. They, yeah, Jerry the King Lawler, Banana Nose, whatever it is. Absolutely, yes. No. On Saturday morning, man, there was nothing like Saturday morning yeah. wrestling. And Paula, no Paul, I don't want to leave this out either, but Rick, you, did you know we had state bowling championships last week? Paul, give us a little recap yeah, we, on that. We did. We did have state bowling. And if I'm, I'm trying to remember the 6A, I believe Bentonville was boys and girls finished second as a team. Runner up. Uh, both, both of them. So. Yeah. Uh, Fort Smith, Smith Southside won the boys overall, uh, won the yeah. boys bowling title. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, visited a little bit with Tony Cherico at Bentonville last the night. Coach. The yeah. bowling coach. Yeah. And he said, man, we were right there just neck and neck. It was back and forth. Uh, he says, we were in the lead up to the last frame, and then he slipped away. Hey, that's okay. something, because uh, I know uh, people know Chirico was a big defensive lineman, all Southwest Conference, that's, uh, over there at uh, Bentonville. But I, I covered that bowling when he was up here in Rogers a couple of years ago, and I thought they'd just come out there. And, but, man, that's competitive. And Tony was back there cheering them kids on. And uh, I, I guess, it's you know, no, no matter what sport it is, when you're playing for a State championship, it's all out. Well, that's good. And uh, Friday night after the Springdale Fayetteville game that I covered as I was leaving, uh, Dave McGinnis, the longtime Springdale baseball coach, whatever, he's the yep. bowling coach at Springdale. Yep. Yep. And he was just coming in from from uh, from bowling Jones that Bowl. night. Yeah, from Jones. And uh, so he was, uh, he was, you know, he missed the, the fireworks over at Springdale. Mm -hmm. But uh, so, yeah, you got Dave McGinnis over at Springdale. and They don't come any better than that guy yeah. uh, unless it's Tony Cherico. Yeah. And, you know, he'd fall in that same category. So, you know, how do you get that job? I want to be the bowling coach. How, how do you get that job? Uh, you might well just uh, apply some. Say, hey. No, you got to be assistant. That's like your third job, Is I think. It? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I was, was going to make that I was gonna make that career move. No. Not that <laughs> I can bowl. I can't bowl at all. But, uh, but, uh, but I could. I think I could get the team – to where they needed to go. That's, I that's bowled amazing. one night when there was uh, uh, don't they have night bowling with lasers and it's dark and and you can well you can drink. I, I probably didn't drink much. That Lots, night. just that cokes, was, right? Uh, yeah. With coke and <laughs> bourbon. <laughs> now they was fun, but did that yeah. help your game any? It wouldn't hurt mine at all. No, nah. now I wait a minute. I went from about one twelve to one fifteen, okay. so maybe it did. Yeah. I bowl real well when they put the bumpers in the in the gutters and then keeps keeps I it in the I've just never lead. been much of a bowler. Me neither. But I, I tell you what, it is. Uh, it, it's a tough game. I mean, it really is. Yeah. It's not cornhole. It's just pressure. Yeah, absolutely yeah. pressure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, if you think you know, all those guys do is roll balls. Grab yourself an 11, 12-pound ball and sit there and roll it yeah. through three frames. After a while, I've done like two or three games just with my family and all that, and by the next time, next day, I'm sitting there, oh, my gosh, what did I do? Hey, it's a team sport, too. Just imagine that your teammates are counting on you. You're at the last frame. you got to have nine, and you hit like four the first time, and everybody eyes are on you. So, uh Anytime kids get involved in anything like that, I think it's a good thing. I love it. I love it. And, uh, of course, if you haven't seen the movie Kingpin, um, I don't know how into bowling <laughs> you are, but it's one of the best uh, bowling movies ever, Kingpin, uh, with Woody Harrelson. So um, yep. it's fantastic. So that will do it for us for this week. We've, we've given you bowling. We've given you swimming. We've given you basketball. We've given you uh, wrestling. wrestling. Uh, I don't think we left anything out. Spring football, uh, spring sports, by the way, start, yep. start next, next week. week. Yeah, uh, we got some baseball going on, and of course the Hogs already played what four baseball games, I think four or five. So we've got that going on. So uh, I don't know when the warm weather is going to get here. I'm ready for it. I'm ready to get my 
my lawn chair and my baseball scorebook and head out to the ball field and, and uh, see some baseball, softball, soccer, and uh, all that spring sports. I'm ready for it. Well, I can only focus on one thing. I'm all into basketball. Then then I'll be ready for the spring sports. But uh, it's going to be fun next few weeks uh, as they make their way, hopefully, to hot springs. Absolutely. So that's it for this edition of The Shop. Thanks for joining us. And uh, keep tuning in.